This is the Tomorrow Christian Today, reading number 17 in the NLT. But first and always we pray. Dear Lord, thank you so much for this chapter, Lord. It's uh, not a big chapter, but it's your words. You're, you're telling us something. You're teaching us something. It's a concrete story, I know, but it's also something, a spiritual application. Show us, Lord. Give us something from the Holy Spirit. Thank you that you're sitting right next to us. Thank you that you're our teacher. You're for us. Who can be against us? Love you. We thank you, Lord, for your son. We thank you, King Jesus, for being our Savior. And you died for us to set us free and to make us worthwhile, not invisible, to have validation, Lord. And so help us to find that validation in your words. We pray in the name of Christ. Amen. Number 17, the budding of Aaron's staff. The Lord said to Moses, tell the people of Israel to bring you 12 wooden staffs, one from each leader of Israel's ancestral tribes, and inscribe each leader's staff name on his staff. Okay, the staff, like the staff of what, like a shepherd? You know, a, staff, a shepherd had a staff. I heard it had like certain points or it was um, put a certain way. It was actually to sort of push the sheep or jab the sheep. Or, or put them to be in a certain way or to keep them safe, right? Not to let them stray. I have heard sheep are very intelligent. They can recognize 50 faces, but in a way they're kind of stupid because they don't really know how to take care of themselves. They get bruised very easily. They wander off very easily. They gut off the narrow path very easily. So the staff was there to sort of prod them back in there. And, you know, a goad, like I heard, uh, you know, uh, Jesus says it's hard to kick against the pricks, like it was like a sharp stick or maybe, or, or a shepherd had a staff or another stick with a sharp point to sort of jab Mr. Sheep to say, hey, dude, you're going off the wrong path here. So whatever, but it's like there's now we're going to put uh, each leader's name on the staff, right? Because when you're a leader in the church, you're also a servant. You're also serving. You're kind of a shepherd. And you want to make sure that you're serving and, sh and shepherding according to the way Jesus wants, not what you want. Inscribe Aaron's name on the staff of the tribe of Levi, for there must be one staff for the leader of each ancestral tribe. That's just what I see. I don't know. I mean, this is a story, but, you know, what you get out of the story, that's from the Holy Spirit. But I don't tell you what to think. I ask you to think about what I tell you. That's just something that occurred in my head right now, whether it was me talking to me or the Holy Spirit talking to me and who's then talking to me. I don't know. Place these staffs in the tabernacle in front of the ark containing the tablets of the covenant where I meet with you. Buds will sprout on the staff belonging to the man I choose. Then I will finally put an end to the people's murmuring and complaining against you. So Aaron, right? Aaron was like the priest. Moses was like the leader. He was like a priest, but he was also a prophet too because Moses was like a, you know, three, three roles in one, three hats in one. You know, Aaron is uh, a priest, right? So Moses gave the instructions to the people of Israel and each of the 12 tribal leaders, including Aaron, brought Moses a staff. Moses placed the staffs in the Lord's presence in the tabernacle of the covenant. When he went into the tabernacle of the covenant, the next day he found that Aaron's staff, representing the tribe of Levi, had sprouted, budded, blossomed, and produced ripe almonds. And so Aaron is the leader of a tribe, but he's also the priest. And it was, his, it was his staff that budded, not the others, even though the others are, are leaders too. I'm not sure what about, I mean, I have almonds. I like almonds and chocolate bars. I don't really know what's the health of an almond. Maybe it has some special compound, like why it produced almonds, I'm not sure. When Moses brought out all the staffs out from the Lord's presence, he showed them to the people. Each man claimed his own staff, and the Lord said to Moses, place Aaron's staff permanently before the Ark of the Covenant to serve as a warning to rebels. 
Okay, so it's like this is the leader that the God God has picked, and it's in the Ark of the Covenant or before the Ark, and we think of the Ark as kind of like Noah's Ark. That's where salvation lies, the Ark of the Covenant, the Ark of what? The Old Covenant, the law, right? The law is in there, right? God is a God of law. He's, he's not a God of lawlessness. He's not a God of confusion. He's a God of law. I mean, if, there were, if gravity didn't equal 9.8 meters per second squared every single day, we'd have a problem. If we didn't have Newtonian laws that stayed constant, we'd have a serious problem on this planet. And, and they're, they're, you know, how much the, the sun is from the earth and the certain laws of gravity, certain laws of thermodynamics, certain laws that stay constant in the universe. If it was fluctuating all over the place. We'd be in big trouble. You know, big trouble in Little China with Kurt Russell. So there's laws here. It says, this should put an end to their complaints against me and prevent any further deaths. So Moses did as the Lord commanded him. Then the people of Israel said to Moses, look, we are doomed. We are dead. We are ruined. Everyone who even comes close to the tabernacle of the Lord dies. Are we all doomed to die? These people are very negative. Like we've, we've put an end to this. We've said that we want to have a certain leader approved by God because we want to go towards life. But these people are really having a hard, hard time. They're really scared. They have an anxious anxiety style. They have an anxious attachment style. They're really negative. They're really frightened. I mean, they need some serious counseling. Uh, but I think, I think maybe we're all staffs. So like the guy today in Cedarview Church, when he came up, he had a staff in his hand. So when he had that staff, of course, it's like, okay, this is going to get interesting. And he says, what do you have in your hand? Maybe we're all God's staff. God is the leader, but we're the staff. We're the ones that God buds. He buds us all. We all have something to blossom and bear. We all have some fruit to bear. And it's not just almonds. It's ripe almonds. I don't know the difference between an unripe almond and a ripe almond. Maybe, maybe mature. Maybe God is God living in us, approving our lives and being in control of our lives as our shepherd, as our counselor, as our king, as our priest. That's where your life will bud. That's where your life will take off and you're meant to be the person God wanted you to be, full of righteousness and peace and with a purpose. And, you know, I was just listening to David Pawson and he was talking about, you know, in life, you know, your life is like a circle. You get up, you go to work, come back, watch telly. That's what he said. Then you do it again and again. Your life is like a circle. And history is just doomed to repeat. But he says, when you have God, then your life becomes a line. It's going somewhere, a line like a staff. It's going somewhere. Your life is on a trajectory and it's going up to infinity and beyond. It's not a circle. It's not a circle of born, live, and die. That's what most people, their lives are. They're just born, live, and die, and that's the end of their life. And then earth will continue on, and then it won't, and then the sun will eat up the earth, and then or it will eat up Mercury and Venus, and then the earth will wander the highways and the byways of life until finally it's just an empty, dead tomb towards man, and then it'll burn up, and then the universe will die in the heat entropy death. Like, what is that? And, and maybe then, and then there'll be another universe that's born later, there'll be another Big Bang, and it'll just keep repeating ad, infin ad infinity. As the guy said in the Flintstones, you know, the judo guy, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I don't think so. I don't think so. Sorry, homie, don't play that. You're saying you got all that from uh, number 17? I didn't. <laughs> One seven.
Uh, yeah, no, I, I'm sorry. Our God just takes your endless, repeating, repetitive, monotonous life, and he turns it in. This is not just a job, friends. It's an adventure. This is the adventure of a lifetime. This is the lifetime of an adventure. And I think I, 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 think I want to go for that option. Thanks for listening to my crazy logic. I hope you're enjoying. Have a wonderful, have a wonderful rest. And happy Monday to you tomorrow. God bless you all.